0: Hi family, this is Alison Gilliard with Run Your Story, where every story needs to be heard. And I am so excited and honored to be able to share with you my friend, Lisa Brosard and her Run Your Story. She has such an incredible story out of a very dark moment with her family. Soon after her running journey started, she got a diagnosis. And she is living proof that you hit the pavement. You have that determination and that tenacity that when someone says you can't do something, you say, you know what, watch this. Like, I I got this. And that's exactly what she has done and is doing and will continue to do until her body will not let her do it anymore. And I am so stinking proud of her. I got to meet Lisa my first time was at a Fresh Junkie meet and greet. And absolutely just knew right off the bat, I've got to get to know her. And so we did, we started to get to know each other and she's a mississippi girl and my roots are in mississippi originally born and raised and so that was such a cool connection to have and she's a teacher and a wife and a mom and a friend like and such an incredible runner she also runs with ainsley's angels and i just i absolutely love her and you guys are gonna love her too and i'm so excited to be able to share one of my hero stories because that's what she is to me she's a hero and so Thank you, Lisa, so much for allowing me the opportunity to share your story because it is so impactful and you are amazing, my friend. Talking about amazing, it's Christmas season, guys, and what better store to shop at than Do Goods Mercantile? And if you know me, you know that is like my go-to store. I absolutely love it there. Do Goods Mercantile is a shop in downtown Mobile that carries items from companies that are literally doing good in some unique way. Many of the companies that are featured in the store employ people at risk or with disabilities, and others donate a portion of their profits to ministries and nonprofits that they are truly passionate about. Do Goods is committed to connecting customers to companies who are uniquely generous and community-minded. Every time you make a purchase, you make a difference. Hallelujah. Thank you, Do Goods Mercantile. Indian Shops, Chops, go in there, shop, tell them I said, hey, Also, fun fact, mention Run Your Story, and you get a discount when you shop there, guys. Like, thank you, Do Goods, so much. Guys, shop at Do Goods at 202 St. Michael Street, downtown Mobile, or online at dogoodsmercantile.com. Also, check out their social media pages. And again, like I said, comment when you go there and tell them, hey, I'm a Run Your Story listener, and you get a discount. They are just that cool. And Again, I just, I love being in that store, and my family spoiled me this year, and all my birthday presents came from Do good. so ah, my family gets it, they know. I just, I can't tell you, from Do Good's Mercantile, to our monthly run good, to sitting down and sharing your stories, it is truly impactful, and saying that, get ready, get set, and go run with my friend Lisa and her runner story. So excited to have my friend, Lisa, because we've gotten to meet, you guys, we're both Fresh Junkie Ambassadors. <laughs> very exciting. So excited. And you were just, I, I obviously follow you on social media now. And so, wow, you're just so inspiring, which is, I was like, I've got to know her story. Because you know. shared a little bit on social media uh-huh. about it. So, Lisa, what is your run story?
1: Oh, my run story. So, I was really not very athletic at all growing up and I only started running when I was 41 years old.
0: Wow. Um,
1: I'm 52 now. Okay. And we actually had a tragedy in our family. Mm -hmm. In January of 2012, my sister-in-law committed suicide, Mm -hmm. and it was on Friday the 13th, and it was devastating to our family. When I came back from her funeral services, which were out of town, Mm I really started to kind of freak me out a little bit Mm -hmm. because she was one of the happiest people I ever met. And the funeral home and the church where all her services were just filled with people Mm -hmm. who just said what a light she was and how much they loved her. And I started thinking that if the darkness could get her, then it could get anybody. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want something. I need something for me because I could I could see that in myself. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a struggle for me. And I knew that exercise and endorphins mm-hmm. and they make you happy. <laughs> and so I I basically just begged my husband, I was like, I need a treadmill. I, I want a treadmill. Okay. I want to run. Yeah. And that's what happened. I ran on a treadmill inside. With the fan blowing on me and, you know, in perfect conditions (laughs) for about six months. And then I, and then I decided to go outside and race an 8K in August. I had never run outside before. So that's how I became a runner.
0: Wow. Yep. So was there something that made you decide that you're like, I want to do running? I'm I'm not really sure okay. but okay. in
1: my head I just like it needed to be running. Wow. In a treadmill. Yep. You, On a treadmill. You go girl. <laughs> Let me just Yeah, because treadmill running is really not the greatest. So,
0: it's a chore. It's a different experience. Yes. <laughs> Let me just say that. Yeah. Wow. And so now you've been running all these years and let's talk about how that's progressed. Because now you've gone from now you're a Fresh Junkie ambassador. <laughs> yeah. So how does one get to that point? Well, shortly after I went and ran that 8K
1: outside, a few months later, I found a running group okay. in my town. And they met every Thursday. And they would run a few miles and have a few beers. Okay. And it was just a very social thing. Mm. I actually became the president of the running club after a little while. Of course you did. And <laughs> the running club doesn't exist anymore, okay. but... I have just, I don't know. I just wanted to run more things and experience Mm. more things. And then somebody said, you should run a half marathon. And I did. And then did a few of those and did some 10Ks and did some 5Ks. And then I was running turkey trots on Thanksgiving morning. (laughs) And yeah, it just kind of Mm. rolled into all kinds of other things. But I really just wanted to experience everything that Mm. racing had to offer. So I've run trail races, and I've done obstacle course racing, and I've done a marathon, mm. which I'm probably I'm not sure how I feel about <laughs> road sure. racing 26.2 miles. Right, right. But I feel like I've done it all, and I still love it. Mm. Although, the universe has jokes, because <laughs> about two years after I started running, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Wow and told that I should not race, especially long distances. And I'm very stubborn. And then I signed up for a marathon after that because I don't want, I just, I can't accept that I'm not allowed to do something. So I'm going to run Mm -hmm. until my body won't let me run anymore. Mm.
0: So that's my plan. Wow. Wow. So let's talk about some lessons other than you being determined about being told no. That's so uh, sweet. My mom talk. calls it
1: stubbornness.
0: I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some lessons that you've learned from running?
1: Oh, lessons that I've learned. I just not to give up. Mm. I mean, and really, people think that you have to run fast to be a runner. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely not true. Ooh, I want,
0: speak truth, girl. I want yeah. everybody
1: to experience mm-hmm. running. And if mm-hmm. you can run, Then you can be a runner Mm. and you don't have to be breaking records every time you go out there just do it Mm. and i love that part of racing and the running community yeah that's my favorite part really
0: i just we're such soul sisters i love that so much and that's what i try to tell people especially i've started reading biographies and memoirs of the elites and i'm like the thing that they have in common is that this is their job. They get paid to do this. Right. Whereas we pay to do the races. And so we're not at all at training camps. We're not all doing all these other things. Like we're doing life and we're putting running into life. Yes. And so I love that you bring that up, that we get to do this. It's community. And it's so much more than just hitting the pavement. It's like doing it together. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Mm, that's so good. Let's talk about what your favorite race is.
1: So I really think about that one, but the first half marathon that I ever ran was the Long Beach Carnival Association and, which the race doesn't exist anymore, but it was the first. And so it just felt so magical, even though the weather conditions were absolutely horrific. (laughs) We had a weird ice storm, had to move the race expo, like it was really, really cold. I never shed any layers the whole time I was running. But it was the first one, and it was just, it felt like such an accomplishment. Mm. And so I still love it so much. Oh,
0: that's amazing. And you said Long Beach, because you're from Mississippi. I am. Okay. Yeah. So you train everything over there in Mississippi. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Something tells me your routine. So what does your pre-race routine look like? I'm really not much of a routine, actually, for running. I
1: don't have any superstitions. Okay. I don't. I do lay out my clothes the night before. Flat Lisa, Um, sure. Yeah, flat Lisa (laughs) has to happen. Mostly just to be a time saver. I do Mm -hmm. like to be prepared for things. So that way I'm not digging for things in the morning. Mm -hmm. But no real, I mean, I'll drink some coconut water and make sure that I'm hydrated Mm -hmm. and grab a goo before I go out the
0: door and I'm ready to go. gotcha. Yep. I love that. I started making my own electrolytes, which include coconut water, like that, and I'm like, yeah. it's been a game changer. Perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. I tell people I run my fastest races when I drink coconut water, and they think I'm crazy, but
0: I swear coconut water is magical. Okay, so that's what the Space Jam juice is—coconut water. water. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Okay, so you cross the finish line. What does your post-race routine look like? I want to eat. I'm not even
1: kidding. <laughs> I- I want to eat. Afterwards, I want to eat. Beforehand, I do not eat before I run because I will cramp every time. Okay. But as soon as I'm finished running, I'm like, does this race have food? I'm super excited about the pancakes and the donuts tomorrow. I'm very excited. That's hilarious. Okay. I have to know this. What is your favorite running item? My favorite running item is my race belt, which okay. holds my bib, so I don't have to stick pins mm-hmm. in my shirt. Mm-hmm. That was just a game changer mm. for me. And then I don't have to be searching for safety pins. Are right. they in this bag? Did I forget to pick them up? Do I have any in the car right now? So I love the bib holder. I mm-hmm. love
0: it. Is there a certain brand that you use for your bib holder? I'm not. A race belt. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. You're like, or I can't remember. I'm just, not- I'm just glad it holds the bib. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Okay, what do you run in, my friend?
1: My shoes, Mm. Brooks, it's always been Brooks. My favorite shoe was the Pure Cadence, which they Mm. don't make anymore. And so I've waffled between different types of Brooks shoes since then, but none, I I don't love any the way I loved that shoe. Mm. But maybe because it was the first running shoe. You know how you feel about the first of everything. So it's always Brooks though. That's
0: that's my jam. Mm. Okay, for longer runs, How do you fuel?
1: Generally with some kind of goo. Okay. Uh, So whether I've got pockets or Mm -hmm. I have to hide them in my bra or whatever it takes, you've got to hide those things Mm -hmm. in places, but my body handles them well. And so I've never changed that. Mm -hmm. It works, so I just go with it. I like the salted caramel. I was
0: just about to ask, what is your favorite flavor? Salted caramel. Salted caramel, yep. Gotcha. Let's talk about a favorite running memory.
1: So I told you I've run one marathon, Mm -hmm. it was in Disney World, and I ran it with a group of girlfriends. Mm. We had just the best time, and I definitely hit the wall somewhere Mm. around mile mile 22. Had to fight back the tears to get through the end, but when I got across that finish line, I cried Mm. and cried and cried. And all I wanted to do was call my mom. And my phone was dead. (laughs) So I borrowed somebody's phone. I was like, please can I borrow your phone? I need to call my mom. And somebody gave me their phone. And I sat down on the side of the road and called my mom crying. Tell her I finished a marathon. That is the cutest thing. I love that.
0: And that your mom answered an unknown number too. Yep.
1: She did. Because they'll answer anything. Not me. I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know this number. I'm not answering this call. (laughs)
0: That's amazing. I love
1: yeah.
0: that. Okay. So you talked about being a foodie. So is there a certain food after you've crossed the finish line where you're like, I I want this. Like, I want to eat this.
1: I really want a hamburger. Mm, now,
0: okay. that's not exactly.
1: Most races are not going to have hamburgers right. afterwards. So, mm-hmm. of course, i got to go find a hamburger right. somewhere. So, I don't know. Just the big piece of meat and bread. And I'm just hungry. I,
0: you're like, take yeah, me to the burger. Yes. I need a hamburger Okay, running jams. Do you listen to music while you run?
1: So I used to. Okay. I used to carefully craft just the perfect Mm. running playlist, and I really don't anymore. Okay. I would rather run with friends Mm. and talk. Sometimes our friends bring music that they'll play out loud. When I push with Ainsley's Angels, we always have a speaker on a chair and listen to music. But you still can talk to mm-hmm. your rider mm-hmm. and whoever's pushing with you. But even when I'm just running by myself, no, I don't really listen okay. to music anymore.
0: Gotcha. I don't know why. Yeah. Hey. Just community. Yeah. I love that. Favorite recovery tool.
1: Tiger tail. Ooh yes. Love the tiger tail. Mm-hmm. Just, you can get those calves behind mm-hmm. there by yourself and you don't need somebody else to do it for you. <laughs> you don't have to get in weird positions on the floor like the big foam rollers. So mm-hmm. I love my tiger tail. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Favorite cross-training activity? Well, also lift weights. Okay. Spin class. I'll do some other hit workouts occasionally, but lifting weights mm. and spin are usually what I do when I'm
0: not running. Yeah. It's such a yeah. game changer, yeah, for running.
1: Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. makes a difference in your recovery mm-hmm. and stretching yes. and all of that. Yeah, a hundred percent less injury.
0: Power. Yes, yeah. oh yes. Okay, let's talk about a race that you're like. Eh, I don't think I'll Go back and do. I always
1: hate to answer this type <laughs> of question. <laughs> and, and oh, okay. So I re I ran the Seaside Half Marathon. Did you? Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you've ever run it. I've never. Yeah. The side community is beautiful. Mm -hmm. The Vera Bradley shirt in the bag that you get is so fabulous. I hate that road that you have to run on for that race. Okay. It has tilt to it. Mm -hmm. So if you're on either side, you're running wonky. So you have to try to get in the middle. And it was just, I just didn't love it. Mm -hmm. And I haven't gone back. Okay. You were one and done. The lore of the Vera Bradley bag was not enough to make me go run on that road again. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Mm.
0: It's good to know. Yeah. Okay. You might still want to give it a try. I'm not that That much of a fan. Yeah for Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) If you tell me not to. (laughs) Listen, we've already talked about this, about how we love obviously we're fresh junkie ambassadors, So we love fresh junkie races. And we're gonna be doing Mississippi Gulf Coast half and everything. And we talked about the ramp at the end. That's already enough for me to go, anything, and if you're telling me there's a tilt and I'm going to run that into yeah. path, hard pass, it's fine. The ramp is probably the biggest hill in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> it's there at the end and you're like, okay. <laughs> we, you, we uh, that's where you earn your medal right yeah, there. Truly. You're like, okay. Yep. We're gonna die. Cause that one just feels like it just keeps going.
1: Yeah, got a slant. It does. And it's really not that far. It's but not. But it feels far because Correct. it's at the 100%. end. hundred percent. Yeah.
0: You're so accurate about that. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I know you're at a gym and you guys run together. We do. So what is some advice that you've given people? Or if somebody were to come to you and they would say, Lisa, like, I want to run. What is something you would tell them? Just go. Mm. You
1: don't have to run fast. You don't have to have a runner's body. That's you don't good. have to mm-hmm. have a bunch of equipment. Anybody can be a runner. But I do highly recommend definitely go get fitted for some shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you got to get fitted for shoes if you really want to be a runner. Mm-hmm. But other than
0: that, I don't think you really need too much of anything. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I literally have had this conversation with people before. I think when they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm running the right way or this way, I'm like, yeah, there's a couple of things you can probably tweak. But other than that, like, your body was made for running. Correct. Yeah. yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. I love that. So you've talked about you've done all these things. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about goals. Do you have any coming up? Goals. Well, I am gonna I have a
1: hiking goal that I'm going to do in the spring. Okay. Called Mammoth March. I think it's twenty miles in eight hours. There's no running involved in it. Okay. It's just hiking. And I think because it's something different, mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. And my husband's going to do it with me and some mm-hmm. other friends that I've met at the gym, mm-hmm. we're going to do that. And that'll be a new endeavor for me. But other than that, my goal really is to just continue to move my body mm-hmm. for as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Because I guess everybody has a stopping point when maybe they won't be able to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's always looming there. Mm. Like that day is going to come and win. Mm. So I'm just going
0: to keep going until I can't. That's so good. When days are hard and you're like, I don't want to go for a run or that run is bad, whatever, whatever. Is there something that you tell yourself? Is there a mantra? It'll be better.
1: I mean, Mm -hmm. it'll get better. Mm -hmm. The next one will be better. Just go do it. They're not all great. They really aren't. Mm-hmm. All your training runs aren't great. We're in the South. The weather is not mm-hmm. fabulous for a good chunk of the year. <laughs> right. Those summer months make great winter runners. Right. You can have some fantastic times mm-hmm. in when we have our winter months. But you just got to go. Mm. I, I just go. That's... I'm going to do it for me. Yeah. Oh, even when nobody else wants to
0: go, I'm like, well, I'm going. Mm. I love that. It. So good. What has been your favorite length to run overall? Whether it's a training run or a race, what is your, like, I love this distance? I like a
1: 10K. Okay, I know. Mm-hmm. About an hour out of your day, and you're done. Mm-hmm. It's just, it feels like you accomplish something. Sure. Because it's a little bit more than a shorter run, mm-hmm. but it's not quite as taxing as, say, a half marathon mm-hmm. or a full marathon. So I just, I really like the 10K. Sometimes I'll throw one of those weird distances in there, like a 12K or an 8K (laughs) or even down to 15, but I like the 10. Okay. Yeah.
0: When you're not running, what are you passionate about, my friend?
1: My family, Mm. my dog, my gym time. Okay. And my students at school.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love that. Where do you teach at?
1: At an elementary school in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Yeah for awesome. over 20 years now really yeah.
0: okay oh that's amazing yeah well okay any final words of wisdom
1: words of wisdom just go go run mm. have fun and go run i love
0: that yep oh thank you for doing this you're welcome thank oh. you for asking me and thank you for what you bring to not only the running community but to fresh junkies so thank I'm you i'm super excited about <laughs> it and so glad that we met absolutely yeah. that was so good thank you lisa so much for your run story and what you're doing within our fresh junkie running community and also within mississippi and running and with ainsley's angels like you are just truly an amazing community and i just thank you for that and for your story and again just such a bright light and i just absolutely adore you And so guys, like at the next race, I hope that you get to see Lisa and meet her and just know that she's such a genuine runner. Just absolutely love her. And guys, again, thank you so much for Do Goods Mercantile for powering our podcast this month. We are so excited to have this partnership together and we just absolutely love Annie and Chops and the staff at Do Goods and what they do. They literally are doing good and you do good when you go and shop there. So Go shop there and get you a nice little discount whenever you mention Run Your Story at checkout. So excited to have that. And our run goods will be gearing back up at the first of the year and we're just, we're so excited to be a part of that community and to run downtown, it's absolutely amazing. As always, thank you so much to Mars Hill for all that you guys do for allowing us to be able to record at such a safe place. And we just thank you so much for believing in the running community and our run stories and that they matter and so huge shout out to mars hill thank you guys so much as always our patreon supporters they make this podcast happen so become a patreon supporter get on board if you like this podcast you believe in this podcast join the patreon community guys like we love our patreon supporters and are always trying to think of different ways that we can do to spoil them and we just thank them so much for for all that they do to make sure that this podcast continues to happen because it does cost money to go on podcast Speaking of like, share, comment, make sure that these stories get out there because the stories are incredible and need to be heard. And again, they're so inspirational. They make me better, I I know for sure. So, and I love the feedback that you guys give and you're like, I get messages all the time. Man, that was such a great podcast. But make sure that you comment and share and like them because that's how the stories get out there. And as always, could not do this podcast without Greg Gillyard and Gillyard Tech Services. He is absolutely amazing and he loves his podcast. He loves getting to hear your stories. We always chat about them after and he's like, wow, that was really good. Or wow, like I didn't know that. And it's just so much fun. And so I really appreciate that. So I'm I'm very, very grateful to Gilly Your Tech Services. Check out our website. He's constantly updating it. Again, he must make it user-friendly. You can also find races, both local and away as well. He tries to make it to where it's accessible to everyone. So thank you, Giliar Tech Services, for all that you do for Run Your Story. Literally the best of the best. And so check him out because he can build that website. He can freshen up your existing one. That's what he does. And he's top notch. So way to go, Gray. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely love it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Run Your Story podcast and listening and getting to know my friend, Lisa. And part of your story, Lisa, is now part of mine. And for that, I'm truly grateful. And so guys, get out there hit the pavement and go run your story because every story needs to be heard.